because we don't do the work that we need to do to end that chapter and then start a new one, it's just, all right, we're in the middle of this chapter, whether it's the grief portion of the chapter, and then another, another, sometimes a whole new book will open and we'll just start that. to our third question here let's speak on closure in relationships right this is this is this is i i I feel like this is a big big thing right i feel like um this goes into there are so many unclosed doors right uh with with relationships dating and marriage today that it even goes back to the attachment right people are still attached to people for whatever reason that may be because the the door hasn't been closed so let, let let's speak on that a little bit you know how to find that closure in relationships uh by all means let's 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 i would love to hear you guys's opinion on this mm, closure um jay you want to say something before i dive into it i'm gonna tell you why i don't like it but i'm gonna let you okay go. okay okay um <laughs> what i have to say about closure um i think I think too many of us try and move on without getting it. Um, I think <laughs> I think our idea of closure is flawed. I think we we assume that closure is just, oh, I'm not thinking about it anymore. So mm-hmm. so I've gotten closure. Um, but I I don't think I mean, I don't think we all I don't think we are properly equipped to a lot of us aren't properly equipped to actually achieve closure at least not in any healthy way i think Mm -hmm. most of us it's just we i mean i think that's why we carry so much baggage with us from relationship to relationship Mm -hmm. because we don't because we don't do the work that we need to do to end that chapter and then start a new one it's just, all right, we're in the middle of this chapter, whether it's the grief portion of the chapter, and then another, another, sometimes a whole new book will open and we'll just start that as opposed mm. to, all right, let me close this off. Let me do the the work I need to heal. Let me do, take the time I need, and then let me jump into this new thing. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that's it. Oh, and I think the, uh, I found it, it was conversation between james baldwin and nikki giovanni that was going to drive me crazy okay i'm definitely gonna look that up yeah yes i have okay super super quick i know everybody can't see me but i gotta show you guys because he brought it up i have a james baldwin bookmark oh no it's not here okay can i just show y'all this real quick it's like so yeah yeah Yeah. these are my bookmarks they're like so dope get out it got whitley from a different world Black Power, Lisa Bonet, Spike wow. Lee. You got a whole collection. I need to know. Yeah, I'm going to have to give y'all her information. We got Big okay. Salinas, uh, Yui, you know, Dwayne Wick, you know, thing. Yeah. But I have a James Baldwin one, but it must be in my bedroom. Okay, sorry, I digress. Mm-hmm. So, 
let me tell you about closure. Okay. Um, I have an issue with closure because and you basically touched on it, Jay. Um, people misunderstand it. Um, to be pretty morbid with you, closure is just a fancy how wait, let me count how many layers is in one, two, three, four, five. Okay, seven. I want to make sure I got it right. Closure <laughs> is a fancy seven-letter word um that really equates to I'm just going to continue a toxic cycle. That's it. Uh, because people vie for it so much, they allow themselves to get stuck in what is toxic, what's unhealthy, what just doesn't serve them. So okay. they'll keep engaging with that person that they do need closure from, or they will keep going in a cycle of getting a new partner who's just like the person who they mm, finished because they have unfinished business with that person. But here's the crazy thing. They don't realize that. Now, I don't mean crazy as in like, oh, you're crazy because I don't call people crazy. I mean, crazy is in wild. The wild thing about it is they're doing that subconsciously. They don't realize that. It's literally their subconscious mind seeking it out. Um, So let me, is that why we have a lot of serial daters going on? Is that why? I have so many of them as clients right now. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. And serial dater is, that's a real thing. Okay. Um, It happens because they haven't come to terms with what it is they need healing from so they continue to perpetuate the damage that they do need healing from so close lack of closure or needing it at all is basically a self a lack of self-awareness of healing from what you what you went through to what you now need moving forward correct to an extent yes i would say lack of closure is what people find as their excuse or it's what fuels everything else you just said them okay so is that why is that why potentially a lot of men and women tend to not date based off of what they need absolutely they will tend to go so here's the thing remember earlier when i talked about that unmet need especially childhood etc yeah um unmet needs are going to make decisions for you if you don't meet them or at least regulate them and understand them okay. or screaming, they're like, Hey, look at us. We don't like this. Cause remember we like connection. We like everything to be copacetic. Um, human beings, our biggest goal, even though I said we love connection is self-preservation. That's yeah. why God forbid, if I get a cut right now, my body will heal it. The band-aid is not going to heal it. Stitches won't heal it. A and D ointment won't heal it. It's my body healing it. Those things just aid in the healing process. Mm -hmm. We are naturally designed to protect ourselves. That's how when it comes to mental health, if you have somebody who has a very significant trauma, they can technically start to dissociate. Their psyche says, whoa, this is too much. I can't handle this. We, We don't need this to happen to us. And their psyche can literally break and another personality can form because the personality wants to protect that original whole self that has just been traumatized and says, I don't even want you to know about this trauma, Siobhan. So now this new personality is formed and it can continue splitting. Or if you're not that extreme, because everyone doesn't have DID, which is Mm -hmm. for dissociative identity disorder. Okay. What y'all may have known before is multiple personality disorder. We don't call it that anymore. We call it DID. So maybe you're not in that series of situation because I just want to, you know, give a disclaimer for everyone. That does not happen the way 
y'all think it may be happening don't let the movies fool you you know it's pretty rare um, <laughs> right that was yeah. such a movie though oh my god but people can dissociate in general okay. meaning they can feel like an out-of-body experience or you hear people say things like I feel like I'm just watching myself from the outside or I don't feel like myself. It feels like this is happening to somebody else, not me. That's technically a form of dissociation. So okay. the reason I bring that up, um, we have these traumas that happen to us in relationships or even before relationships. And so now unmet needs develop. And like I said, we like self-preservation. We want to feel good. We want to feel comfortable, cozy. You know, we want to have a cushion yeah. lifestyle. So when that happens, the unmet need does whatever it can to get met. So okay. if you feel like you didn't get proper love or attention and you find yourself in a relationship and the person is very controlling, but they're telling you, hey, I check on you so often because I care about your well-being. Like, I want to make sure you're good. You may start thinking, okay, but I don't like the way it makes me feel, but that's what they say. So it must be true. And I really care for right. them. And they are kind of protective. Like they do help me with stuff. So I'm gonna give them the benefit of a doubt. It's way easier said than done. You'll think that. And then no matter how much they ramp up controlling behaviors, you still feel, well, they care about me. This is normal. This is love. I now feel loved. I feel like that unmet need of feeling love, feeling secure is now being met. So then if you break up with that person, now you're in that cycle of, I know that this is what technical love looked like because they told it to me, we just didn't work. So now you're going to gravitate towards somebody who is controlling as well, or who is showing love in whatever way they feel they can manipulate you and tell you that they're showing love. That makes sense. Mm, yeah, it yeah. does. It does. So the thing about closure, the reason why I don't like it, I told y'all because it oftentimes tricks you, right? So this is how you receive closure without having the other person. First, you got to realize you don't need someone for closure. Closure is all about you. It's an internal job, just like happiness is intrinsic. So is closure. Closure, what it really means is just acceptance. That's mm, it. Closure mm, good is point. acceptance with what has happened. It doesn't mean you like it. It doesn't mean you're happy, but you accept it because you cannot have peace until you accept something for who or what the situation is or who they are. So the first thing you need to do, be objective. It's okay. not about you um, when it comes to why that person acted the way that they acted. They have whatever they got going on in their life, their own traumas, their own misunderstandings, biases, prejudices their own healing. So what they've done is not about you showing up a certain way. So take yourself out of it. Stop putting yourself in the situation, right? Be objective. Realize what they did is what they did. It's not because of who you are that the relationship didn't work out, et cetera. I will, I will add to that as a caveat. Yeah. I feel like that could be, that can go back to the people, please. Oh, I'm sorry, the uh, people pleasing as far yeah. as like <laughs> trying to control what someone else did to you. That's a very good point. Yes. yes. Try to control what other people did to you and try to control it to the fact that you're almost saying it's okay. Just treat me differently next time. So they're kind of mm -hmm. accepting that, not really the closure, but accepting, but being very apologetic 
to the fact that it's okay what you did to me. I like and even love you enough to like, let's make this work. But really, you're supposed to accept the fact that this is not the position you're supposed to be in. But the longer you don't accept that, you know what I mean? Mm. The more trauma you're going to deal with it, right? Yes. But I would say it's not about saying technically it's okay what you did to me. It's more of I recognize what you did to me. I Mm. understand the reasons why you did it. Do you though? Do they though? If if they want to do the work, if they want to try to understand, because here's the thing, you don't have to understand why people hurt you. You mm. just have to understand it doesn't have nothing to do with you. But nine times out of 10, you're going to do the work for them. And that's the problem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nine, nine times out of 10, you're going to, because it, it, in my opinion, right? Mm-hmm. You're with somebody, let's say, I mean, the first six months, you're in the dating honeymoon period. And then after that six months, you begin to transition into who are we as people? Can we can we start to be together, right? That's year one. When you start to hit year two, year three, year four, year five, potentially, you know who this person is. And if you're constantly arguing, you're constantly splitting up, you're constantly having issues, one minute you're together, next minute you're not, this is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah, but I mean, Phil, that's that's what makes an exciting relationship. That's, that's what... wait, what part? Oh, I, <laughs> I mean, that's true. spicy. You fight so you can make up. That's what that is. That's you know, true. Man. Oh no, it's so funny. I'm glad you said that because I know, like, you're joking, whatever. But yeah. I think <laughs> no, he's serious. Even though you're joking, I, I I'm so glad you brought that up. And it even goes back to a philosophical set at the beginning about women versus men. That's where a lot of my women get stuck, y'all. They feel like, well, it's boring. There's no passion. If that, if he's that, not that goes, arguing, that goes into the next question. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and it's like, hold on, baby. Let me let me tell you something as a therapist. Do not confuse passion with dysfunction. Those are two different things. Wow. Okay. Passion does not equal dysfunction. Right? Put that on the okay. t-shirts. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not yeah. the same because I can love you and I can show you passion, especially in the bedroom, right? Yeah. Um, but still respect you. Still listen yeah. to your um, opinion. For my married folks, this is going to make y'all cringe a little bit, but I feel like married people understand it a little bit more than single, aka yeah. just married people. The submissive factor, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, I have a lot to say about that. <laughs> Bring me back for that one. So yeah, it is, it's people confuse passion for dysfunction, but all the dysfunction is like, like what Jay was joking about, um, the whole arguing, blah, blah. That is just unmet needs running wild. It's yeah. usually insecurity. They don't feel yeah. comfortable with who they are and their status of the relationship and feeling like the relationship is working. Thus, they're acting out. That was yeah. that anxious attachment style I was telling yeah. you. Yeah. Yep. You know, but people yeah. think that. And, and my, oh, my poor, my poor women. I think I call them my babies, but these are my clients who are between like 19, 23. Oh, um, okay. My little female babies, they just tell me like, Miss Miss Siobhan, your husband, a guy like him, that's boring. Like <laughs> he's gonna like 
you know, because I'm like, baby, he born because he pays the bills and he doesn't hit me. Like, wait, what are you talking about? But I, but I, but I bet you, I bet you from the, like somebody like me meeting your husband, I'd be like, this dude is in peace. He, he is in tranquility. Very. And he's, you know, if that tells yeah. you anything. Yeah. He's I'm a tranquility. I'm the Scorpio. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm a Scorpio. Don't do also. that, Siobhan, Don't do that because I'm, I'm a Scorpio. Okay, also, don't, don't do okay, this. Okay, so y'all, know, y'all know how we are. Y'all, yep. don't, don't do oh, this. You yeah. <laughs> more than this Tuesday. Come on now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, I, I will say there are there are periods where like I get up and I'm like, yo, I, I need to I need to make somebody angry today. I need to. Hello. <laughs> I need to. I need to start some, got it. Now, start don't, some don't trouble. Don't get me wrong. There are days when I wake up and I choose violence, but I mean, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Even as yeah. a therapist, I'm like, okay, yeah. we're about to have this argument. Technically, I should. So what? You, you know? Yeah. Um, but seriously, it is dysfunction, and people confuse yeah. it with passion. You know why? Because there's a lot of emotion in it. Yeah. People confuse the emotion. And the dysregulation, aka not being able to like keep it peaceful and keep it respectful with yeah. passion. And that's not passion. That's just really unregulated emotions and you need therapy. That's it. And I will add to that. I feel like we as men and women confuse dysfunction for love. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dysfunction for caring, for for uh, endearment, nurturing. And it, 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 I, because I feel like nowadays, you know, I, I've been there and I know a lot of our men have, have got are either going through or have been there, you know, feel like a assertive woman, a demanding woman, a woman that argues, they confuse that with a woman that, oh, she's just speaking her mind. She's just telling me what she wants. Mm-hmm. She's just, she's just letting me know how she feels about situations. But on the other end, you're not, you, you, you you, you don't have any respect. You, you know don't. I mean? And you're being you abusive. Women are very, very abusive. And we don't want to talk about that usually. Mm. A lot of times when we talk about the emasculation of men. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Like you can't be vulnerable. <laughs> you show me a man who's been emasculated. I'm going to show you a woman who's had to feel she had to strip his power away to assert herself. To mm. why, like, why is that? Why, why do you feel that way? Why um, do you feel this like that? Because we know that your manhood is is pride for you. Your manhood okay. is yep, yeah. We've been speaking on that. <laughs> you yeah. know, it makes you feel yeah. good. It, yeah. You want a man to do things, you stroke his ego, literally. You 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 speak words of affirmation, you praise him, you do things and say things that make him feel like what he believes the man is. So but have you have you I'm sorry to cut you off, but have you seen the movement where and not to get off topic, women don't want to stroke the ego anymore. Oh yes, that, that is, is a real that is a real movement, and yeah, I keep I'm, saying it's a real thing. I'm, so, so um, I'm I'm interested in this t- where we uh we had a discussion we we asked uh, Winfred this question which yeah. episode coming out next week y'all um yeah. this week this week next week um uh, next but, week. One week. We, we, um, <laughs> so Winfred is a uh, he's a preacher and he's a he's a real good guy that we we met um, doing a uh, during a uh, a I'll call it a revival, but it was uh, mm-hmm. it was more like a uh, a retreat. retreat. Yeah, retreat. And, forgiveness uh, retreat. Yeah, a forgiveness retreat. And um, the question came up. Um, do you think there is an attack on manhood or masculinity 
I believe was the question. Um, I, I might be misremembering and I apologize if yeah. I am. Um, my argument was no, if the, well, my argument was more that if you know where you are rooted, nobody can attack you, so to speak. Um, I don't think that's true. I disagree with it, remember? <laughs> I, I, I don't think that's true because there are a lot of men who don't know their roots. There are a lot of men who don't understand how to be rooted. A lot of men are out here searching through different just, avenues on how to be rooted. There are a lot. Just, there are a lot of men out you there. You just who agreed with me unofficially. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> I, but but the reason why I disagree is because I'm seeing it in retrospect to yourself, right? Being very rooted, you know, searching through creativity, learning through creativity, learning yourself, get to know yourself. You're taking that reflection period. Just imagine the men who are in relationships today enter in relationships who have no no clue how to speak up for themselves. Who have I'm, no I'm not gonna I'm not disagreeing with that, but I think what I what I'm disagreeing with isn't that that happens. Okay. What I'm disagreeing with is that this is a a larger conspiracy from somewhere that, oh, they're just attacking, they're attacking men in general. I do think there are a lot of people who suffer, who struggle with relationships and uh, and they feel like, like you said, there are a lot of people who feel like, oh, I'm done stroking a man's ego. So okay. it feels like, oh, hey, we're under attack. But again, like I said, if... So let me, wait a minute, let me, let me, let me, let me ask a question real quick. And I don't mean to cut you off. You yeah. feel it's a conspiracy, meaning that it's not true that men are being attacked. You don't feel, you don't feel this is a thing. I don't feel it's a thing. What I feel like the issue is, is more of us are, more of us are listless and un uh, what's it called it, it goes back to it goes back to this conversation um we we are seeking ex externally for our roots we are seeking externally yeah. for okay. our happiness we are seeking okay. externally for something to ground us so because we are seeking externally the second something external tells us that oh you are not this thing because we don't have that internal lightning rod or that internal grounding, buy it. then it just, we just, we spin out of control. But if you have that, if you've done the work that Siobhan is talking about, if you've done the work that Winfred was talking about, if you've done the work that a lot of mental health professionals are talking about, then no matter what, now, obviously we, we, we absorb what's like we take stuff in like it's it's very difficult to shut the world out completely i'm not saying that that's that's how we operate or anything like that what i'm saying is having that internal root helps prevent all of that stuff or at least it dampens the blow when somebody said like when when somebody uh Perfect example. I was at a I was at work the other day and two of my coworker, no, four of my coworkers were around me and we were just talking. Um, two of them were women, two of them were men. You know, it right. it it is what it yeah. like that's just how it shook out. And uh they uh they were I told them like, oh, I, I had been bald at one point, and they were like, Oh, I I don't we don't believe you. 
So I showed them a picture. Mm-hmm. And um and sorry, this is a this the story is coming to an end. I don't want to take up too much time. But, uh, <laughs> but Basically, I showed them a picture and two of them said, bro, you look super old when you're bald. You should never do it again. And then two of them said, oh, no, you can pull it off. Now, I'll I'll let y'all guess who said which. But at like I, I sure at hope that, it wasn't the men that said that. that <laughs> I said, I, I sure mean, hope it, it wasn't the men it, that said it that. It doesn't matter who said what. But at that time, like who whoever said it, like I was okay in that moment just being like, y'all are tripping. I know I look good. Now I had a little extra weight on me. So I took that mm-hmm. off and now I'm good. Yeah. But I'm good. I know I can pull off bald. I'm cool. And I was okay with that because don't get me wrong, my hair, my hairline, like all of that sort of stuff. That's something I've struggled with before, but I've gotten to a place where it's like, you know what, as long as I'm, as long as I maintain, like, as long as it's clean and as long as I'm happy with me, I'm good. I'll like a whole bunch of people have receding hairlines and a whole bunch of people have it worse than I do. So it is what it is. And I was able to move on. Whereas, you know, somebody, somebody else, like, I won't even say somebody else, myself, if this was maybe three months ago, somebody said something, I'd be like, I ain't never going bald again. (laughs) I'm gonna grow dreads, you know, all this. That's true. That's true. That's now, very true. You, I still want to try growing dreads, but that's for other reasons. Well, but, I, you, you you've, been know, tell, you, like, you've been telling me that for 10 years, man. That's it's, never it's, happened. It's, first off, I threw my hair out. I had it's to cut not, it because I was getting a new job. It's Chill. never <laughs> happening, man. It's never <laughs> happening, man. It's never <laughs> happening, man. It may not, but, I, but I'm okay with he, that. He's that's been telling me that for 10 years, man. It may not, but I'm okay with that. Let it die. Let me tell you why. So here's the thing about the closure piece with you. That was a really good example. Um. Wait, wait, you know what? I digress because I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. When it comes to what you said about being confident in who you are and roots, et cetera, right? It's about the security within yourself to not be swayed. But to your point, the problem is, and this is when people get in toxic relationships. I have clients who are in them now who I literally work with through or work through it with them. When you are confident, and you are said something on a daily basis or an every other day basis, your subconscious mind starts to pick it up. So there's a difference between subconscious and conscious mind. Conscious mind says, hey, I'm going to pick up this water bottle or I'm going to turn my phone on silent or I'm going to go eat some Thin Mint Girl Scout cookies. Conscious mind makes decisions. Subconscious mind is just as powerful, but you're not aware of it, literally. It does not have the power to accept or reject. So if I tell my subconscious mind every single day, I'm a millionaire, I'm a millionaire, it's generally going to believe I'm a millionaire and it's going to influence my conscious mind to make decisions in order to make the millionaire status happen. The problem, when you're in an abusive or a toxic relationship and someone is telling you something every day or every other day or just very often or frequently, your subconscious mind soaks it up and you start to believe it to where you don't even realize it. It affects your security. It affects your your doubts, all of that stuff. So the great thing is, you know, you look good with a bald head, but if they constantly said it at some point, I don't oh, care, yeah. you, know, you start to think like, well, dang, 
Why they fucking <laughs> fucking yeah. Dang, maybe, yeah. maybe I need yeah. a dread. So, right? you know, just... Yeah. But here's the cool thing about it. The reason why you really were cool with it, though, is because you found closure with it. And mm. so whenever you're seeking closure, you have to ask yourself, what do I need closing first? You can't have closure, which is the act of closing without having something that you need to close. So like if I open this office door right now, closure would be me getting up and closing it. So mm-hmm. what is the issue that you're seeking closure from? Is it an unhealthy relationship? Is it feeling like you were not enough during that relationship? Is it um, you oversharing? You feel like you need to stop oversharing with your next partner? Do you feel like you spent too much money? You were doing the most. You need to stop being so helpful. Um, you got to look at what you need closing from, aka what needs to be expelled from your life. So the first step we said for closure was to be objective, right? Remember, it's not about you. That person's stuff is about them. The second thing is you need to look at the feeling that they cause you. And that is the feeling that you need to deal with. It wasn't about them hurting you specifically. It was about the hurt period. So say if your partner made you feel inferior throughout the whole relationship, look at that feeling of inferiority and ask yourself, when were other times I felt inferior and trace it back? Because that's your real issue, the inferiority that keeps popping up. Um, And I would say, lastly, how to receive closure, choose to act out of whatever it is that you need. So if you feel like I needed love or I needed acceptance, make your decisions when it comes to that person out of love or out of forgiveness or whatever it was. You don't have to live in the hurt on a daily basis that that person caused you. Now, will you experience that hurt on a daily basis? You could, especially should you choose not to heal, but just because you experience infidelity, 